This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic, and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show (laughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to talk Olympic basketball with Joe Ingles. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Joe, you got me in trouble with my tag team radio partner. Uh, did I? So there's these tune-up basketball games, and I'm watching them. You're playing uh, Australia's playing the United States, you know, and it's it's an exhibition, it's a tune-up. But I get completely sucked into it, and then PK's telling me it's a tune-up, an exhibition. Dial it back, big guy. But I was watching literally from the start, and in the first 25 seconds of the game, you got right up into Durant, you defended him. Then there's a whistle and a foul, and then you're yakking at him. And at first, I'm looking at his body language, I'm like man, Joe's going to egg Durant into a fight 25 seconds into the game. And then they cut to another camera, and Durant is trying to suppress a laugh. I'm like, what is Joe doing? I can't wait to ask him. What were you doing with KD? Um, I was trying to defend him, which uh, is uh, obviously a pretty tough task. Um, No, I just tried to obviously – I mean, it's – I don't know how many games of ours you've watched in my uh, Australian career, but – Lead. Um, I mean, that's, that's how we play. We're we're a, a gritty team. It's what we've always had to do. Um, especially when I first started, we've had to get into teams, play defense. This is how we we when I first started, we had one NBA player, so we were we were struggling to to kind of keep up with teams. And um, yeah, we we get up into teams, and and he didn't. He, Definitely didn't do it on purpose, but as I got up into him on the first play, he squared up and got me in the uh, the baby maker. So <laughs> um, wasn't too bad. Lucky it wasn't too too hard. But he, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And obviously, I, I knew he didn't do it on purpose. But um, no, nothing, uh, nothing in it. It was a bit of fun, and um, yeah, glad we uh, glad we got a win. So when you guys get together as a national team, it seems like your team in particular, and probably a lot of the national teams, they're able to, at least to a, to a degree, pick up where you left off. But the Americans don't have that. How important is the fact that there's a lot of uh, consistency in your national team from competition to competition? Oh, I mean, it's, it's extremely important, I think, um, Obviously, the tough part for probably America, probably being the only one, really, is the the amount of players they can choose from. Um, we obviously still have a, I think, a pretty broad and, and big group of, of guys that we can choose from. Um, but obviously, America's is always going to be every NBA American, every NBA player, which is, is a lot of players around the world. So, um, yeah, we've we've been together a long time we've actually 
got, I think, seven guys that are going to their first Olympics. So it's a, it is a bit of a new team for us. We've got Matisse Seibel, who has never played with us before. He's never, never been, I think he knew like two or three of us before we, he came into camp. Like he really didn't know anyone. Um, we've actually got a new coaching staff this year. Um, a complete new coaching staff. Everybody's um, uh, different. I think maybe one guy's the same. So um, it, it's been different for us this year, actually. Um, probably the most in in kind of the recent history. So um, we have played together a bit. Um, our, our coach was our coach 13 years ago, um, which is different. Um, but yeah, just just having a group of guys that have been there together. Like I started playing with, with Paddy when we were 15. So we're still playing together now. So that kind of shows the consistency we've had with our group. And um, it definitely helps us and um, for us. And, and there's a lot of other countries as well as obviously use it as an advantage. We we're a few steps ahead of, of knowing how each other play and what we want to do off the ball and stuff like that. So it's definitely a bit of an advantage, but um, obviously, USA and there's other countries too. Regardless of who's out there, it's still a, a very talented team. So we're hearing a lot about how international ball is refereed different. And if, aside from the rules, and you know the goaltending rule is very different and all that, but are they? How differently is the game called? How much of an adjustment is that? Yeah, it's it's extremely different. Um, we hadn't played for a couple of years just because of COVID and stuff like that. And um, the first game we played against Argentina here in Vegas, our whole team was was probably using probably the first half to kind of get used to the rules again. And um, the, the five can stand in the paint, the whole, or anyone can stand in the paint the whole time. There's no three seconds. Um, the courts. I don't know if it is smaller, but it always feels smaller. Uh, obviously, with the three-point line being a bit closer, um, not as much space in the lane to, to play pick and roll and stuff like that. Um, yeah, like you said, hit, hitting the ball off the off the hoop if it's bouncing. There's there's no like euro fouls. Um, that's an unsportsmanlike foul, so they get shots in the ball back. So it, it is it is very different. Um, I actually set after the first Argentina game, I forgot how, how physical it is. It's it's extremely physical. Um, the guys, Argentina especially, pick up full court the whole game. Um, even US were, were up before a bit most of the game as well. So it's a, it's a very different style. It's, it's refereed different. Um, obviously for us, like I said, and a lot of other countries, you, you are... I mean, we've played these rules. You, you get used to it, but but it still takes time to to adjust to it. And um, yeah, I think we'll we'll get used to it. And we'll get more and more comfortable. But it's it's very very different to the the NBA, which obviously the USA is something kind of very foreign to them because they've they've played with these the, the NBA rules a lot longer. I'm wondering, you know, with the NBA, you guys had strict protocols that you could, uh, what you could do away from the court and all that stuff. How's it with you guys in this situation? Um, yeah, it's still pretty strict. Um, I thought we'd be getting more lenient as we've gone on here this last couple of years, but it's um, kind of dangling around the, the same same area. So uh, we we still test every morning 
um, here in Vegas now and um, pretty much in a bubble. Um, obviously, uh, a bit more to kind of going on. We're, we're in obviously in Vegas. There's four teams here, I think, three or four teams, and, and I think more teams coming in to play USA a bit later after us. Um, but really, apart from kind of leaving our rooms for, for practice and games, there's, there's not too much going on. Um, we've organised a, a couple of team events. We had a, an Australian guy host us last night at his house, and obviously they had to go through a, a few-day check of, of him being vaccinated and testing leading into it and all that, and it was completely outdoors the whole day. Um, but he invited our men, men's and women's team over there for for the night to have a, have dinner because we really just we really haven't gotten out the hotel too much there's a couple of places in the hotel we can grab a coffee and and things like that but um it's also on the flip side from a, a player's point of view or staff um if you get covid at this point um you're pretty much not going to the olympics it's, it's that close so our, our guys have been pretty smart um just trying to trying to limit kind of seeing people and doing as much. Obviously, we're still playing the games and um, a, a, only a few people have um, kind of tested positive since we've been here for a couple of weeks now. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating at times and you want to go out and do something or sit by the pool or whatever it is. But um, in my mind, I don't, want to, I don't want to miss the Olympics. So you do everything you can, obviously, um, as we were during the NBA season. It's still a chance obviously with with playing against guys and and, and whatever I'm, I'm around my team every single day um so obviously still a chance we're just trying to limit those chances as, as much as possible so for people who don't know the storyline and you kind of referenced it when you were on with us last time so i read up on it since then australia has finished fourth four times the best country that's never meddled 0-8 with the semifinals and then the third place game when you had a chance to lock up a medal. So when you tell us if you get COVID, you can't go to the games now, with this storyline and with you being so invested in the national team going to your fourth Olympics, I'm thinking you're way more locked in on this than most Jazz fans realize. Yeah, I, I really am. Um, and when I say we can't really leave those tail, like I literally haven't left my room. <laughs> um I've walked downstairs to, to grab some coffees and stuff like that. But um, again, like I said, I, I understand regardless there, there's risk involved. That's just the way it is. That's um, the way it was in the NBA season. Um, we made the decision during that time that, that our kids were going to be at school. Obviously, I, I knew the risk involved with those type of things. But um, like I said, just doing everything possible uh, away from, from those little risks to, to, to not um, kind of get myself in trouble. So um, wearing our masks still um, on the buses and stuff like that and to and from the games or, or whatever it is. Um, but like you said at the, the start, I, I've put too much time and effort into this to to not have or give myself and my team and my country and my, my family and my, my kids a chance to, to for me to, to, to bring this medal home. Um, me... Well, Patty and I, 12, 13 years ago when we first started, um, kind of started um, putting the time in, I guess, to, to build this to where we, we thought it could get to. Um, and like I said, we had one NBA player. It was a lot tougher for us. We, we, were, we were still a good team, but it was a scrappy fight 
to, to win a game, to win every game. Um, and we finished, I think we finished seventh or eighth for a, a few years there. And we've built this thing to, to what it is now and, and being, I think we're ranked third or something in the world. Um, but like you said, never being out of medal. Um, and we've put so much time and effort into this and been so invested. It's why we've played every off season for 12 years now. Um, and we've got it kind of the flip side of our team when we first started. It's a, it's a bunch of NBA players now and, and a couple NBL players and a couple guys in Europe. So um, all of our guys understand that. All of our guys understand um, what we believe in our team and what we can do when we get to Tokyo. Um, and, and a part of that is, is, like I said, just just deleting as many of those risks as possible. Um, again, obviously, we understand that regardless, there, there's some things that go on. But, um, yeah, just trying to limit them so that we're, we're as healthy as possible going into to Tokyo here. We we leave in four or five days now, I think. So we, we're kind of at the, the final stretch to get there. So just being smart, the last few days to get there and, and then lock back in again when, when we get over there and, and figure out the rules and what we're in for over there. So you speak of that there was only one NBA player in the beginning and now you've got several. Is that just an increase in the talent level of coming out of Australia? Um, well, yeah, definitely of the, the talent level. And then obviously a part of it too, I think, is just the, the, the world recognizing Australian players. I think um, being so far away in our beautiful little country down there, it's, uh, it's, it wasn't um, even foreign players in the NBA, not just Australians, but back in the day, obviously, it's it's grown and grown and grown. Um, obviously, for us, with, with Bogut kind of recently being, or more recently being the number one pick, and then Ben Simmons and Dante was a high pick, and what Paddy Mills had done being at 50 fifth pick or whatever he was and, and winning a championship and, and Delhi winning a championship and Baines was with the Spurs and, and, and things like that and then um, yeah you just you, you get these role players come in and, and, and uh, I think it just widened people's search for, for players instead of purely the NBA or, or that the, the, the few high high level Europeans or South Americans or whatever so um, yeah I mean it's a massive change for, for our team we, we or country we uh, like I said I think it was um, Bogut was the only one when I first started and you flip it back and and look now and you look at the squad of 25 we had and there's 10 11 12 NBA players in the squad not all of them um, are with us now but there's such a a big talent pool for us to choose from um, which is is nice (laughs) it's nice to have to have plenty of options where in the past we, we haven't had as many options. It was 10, 11 of us that were playing in Australia in the NBL. Um, and obviously for, for us to compete with, with that team, we, like I said, we, we played, played extremely hard. Um, but at, at times there was just games that we, we, we couldn't win with, with the talent we had. Um, we could play as hard as we wanted, but we were always just, just missing out or, or just losing. So, um, yeah, it's been a, a hell of a 12 years, really, just trying to, like I said, for, for Patty and I to, to be involved back then and, and push it and, and, and try and build it. And for the players themselves to, to, to work so hard to, to put ourselves, for, for them to put themselves in a position to, to have a shot at the NBA. 
So are national teams open to players coming back and saying, hey, we're doing this, we're working on, a, on this skill development? Because watching you play, you got a lot of the shots for Australia against the U.S. that you get, you hit three threes right away, and some of those shots were the shots you get for the Jazz. And I saw that new, improved, quicker, higher release you've worked on. So do you take a lot of that stuff back, and do other guys, does Patty Mills take a lot of that stuff back from your individual organizations? Yeah, we, we do have as much time as we can. <laughs> Obviously, there's there's team practice and stuff like that because we, we haven't been together. But um, we spend before practice, after practice um, kind of segments. Um, two or three of us, obviously, it's very different. We don't have 10, 12 coaches and, and one each. Um, we've got four or five coaches and the physiotherapist rebound and the doctor rebound and our equipment <laughs> manager rebound. And it's, um, you kind of make do with what we've got, which which I actually really enjoy. It's, it's I've said it before, that there's nothing like the, the, the camaraderie and the no egos and, and everybody's in it for the right reasons. It's, it's, it's very, very, it's very different to anything you get um, with, with our national team. I don't know about other teams, so I'm not going to comment on that. But it, it's the reason I come back and play every year because the enjoyment I get from being around these guys um, and our coaching staff and our doctors and our, everyone that's involved. Um, but yeah, we, we get plenty of time to, to do things and. Um, I know there's a few things I can work on. Um, again, it's not as um, in-depth probably as what I would be doing if I was with, with Bailey and back in Utah working out. Um, but, but we get shots up. We get to do things. We, we, we can play off little things. I can obviously easily tell one of the coaches to, to do X, Y, and Z if, it, if I want to do it for, for the next season as well. So, um, yeah, a, a lot of fluent, fluently uh, fluent. Um, movement between the, the kind of the jazz and the the boomers in what I can do um, leading up to the tournament. Obviously, once we get there, it's pretty locked into the team stuff. Um, but we've we've got a bunch again. Uh, we've got a bunch of professionals that, that want to get better individually as well. So um, we, we've got a hard working group, and um, yeah, we we do a lot of stuff pre and post practice. So since you have some downtime in your room, I don't know if you've been able to follow the NBA playoffs. If you have, are you pulling for yeah. Jay Crowder? Uh, I haven't watched any. Um, None, I love huh? Jay Crowder. Yeah, didn't you say he was your favorite teammate? Something like that? Am I wrong on that? Yeah, yeah, he's the, he's the best. Um, but I haven't watched, and I wish him all the best because I, I love him, but uh, I'm still not going to watch so you're just watching how to hit uh, fastballs when you get that in a cage against Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, I'm going to smack that. That's not a <laughs> that's not a question of uh, no. I've been watching some other TV shows and and uh, I mean again like the the like the camaraderie with this group and and we've got some new guys like Matisse Thibault. Never we at the dinner last night. I was sitting with him and I was kind of joking with him, but asking if he knew everyone in our team's name. Like, that's how fresh he is with our group. Like he, um, But we, we sit up in our team room and play cards and we um, have a meal room and obviously very different to them. We, we've pretty much eaten every meal together, um, which is, is, is so much fun. We've, we've sat with our girls' team a couple of times and had coffees. Like, it's, it's hard to even explain the, the difference between a, a professional team and, and what we do here. Um, but that's why, like I said, it's why we keep coming back to play because it is so much fun. And, and obviously we've got a 
burning desire in us in, inside our team to, to, to get our first medal. Um, so that pushes it all along. But it's, um, yeah, it's so much fun being with these guys. Well, if you're not watching games, that's one thing. But if you haven't seen the clip, you have to see Giannis Antetokounmpo's block late in Game 4 because I didn't ever think I would see a block as crazy and as thrilling um, as Rudy Gobert's game one of the guys on the bus, uh One of the guys on the bus did on an alley-oop or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he showed me. But good on him. Hell of a play. I wish him all the best. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you don't. You're not interested because you're bugged. The Jazz aren't playing, or you just don't give a crap. Well, I don't care about. Obviously, I, like I said, I love Jay. Um, but yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't care. I'd rather be playing in it. I wish I wasn't. As much as I love being here with my team, I wish I wasn't here. I wish I was still playing. Sure. And, um, getting on the plane, whatever the day after winning it to, yeah. to meet these guys. Um, but obviously we're out. That's not. Um, we can't do anything about that right now. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I just don't. I, I watch enough of our games and um, watching some film in our team and speaking to our kids and um, it's a big the big five five year old birthday coming up. So it's uh, yeah, there's there's enough going on um, that I don't need to worry about watching the NBA. So Bogey hits a game-winning three. You just kind of casually raise your arms. Mills hits a game-winning three against the U.S. You kind of casually raise your arms. What's it going to take for you to go crazy? Oh, I kind of just knew they were both going to make the shot. I mean, Boyan, as soon as he even caught that, I felt like it was going to go in. Um, there's been a couple of them. Yeah. The Houston one, I wasn't sure he was going to go in. The Milwaukee one, I knew for sure it was going in. Um Paddy's done this before. Um, I remember in, what year was it, 2012, maybe in London. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our last game against Russia, and it didn't mean anything. Like We were both finished where we were regardless, but um, obviously we, we played to win anyway. And inbounded it to me, and I threw it to Paddy, ran a little play, and I threw it to Paddy, and he made the same shot, a very similar um Kind of hand, well, it wasn't off a handoff. I threw it to him, but a same similar screening action, and um, it actually reminded me of that. As soon as he caught it, I was like, "He's going to make this." <laughs> it's just what he does. <laughs> it's just what he does. So, um, yeah, he's a hell of a hell of a player. One of my my closest friends, and um, to be able to play and do all this with him is is a lot of fun. It's the uh, the reason we keep coming back. All right. Well, bring home the silver. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go gold, Joe. Sorry. As long as the U.S. Have, uh, is in the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Duh, if they yeah. get knocked out early. Sure, fine. Yeah, yeah. But that won't happen. The U.S. is <laughs> going to win the gold. When we win the gold and we come back, I'll be, uh, won't be any, any type of basketball shape for a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll, be, uh, I'll be on the sidelines doing some, some sprints to get back in shape for a couple of weeks there. But um, no, I'm excited. It's, it's I mean, it's the Olympic Games. It's something that for us in Australia, we grow up wanting to, to be a part of and play. And um, to, to be able to go to my fourth is, is something I never, ever thought of. So to be able to go again and um, fight again for a medal and, and try and do do what no one in Australia has ever done with, with men's basketball, it's, um, it's, a, it's a goal that we're, we're trying to get. So we'll, uh, we'll head off here in a few days and, and see how we go. Well, it's probably too late now because all the COVID protocols and everything, but had we known, PK and I would have 
would have come on the trip, rebounded for you, and given the doctor a break. Let him focus on medicine. I, I wish we'd figured <laughs> that out earlier. It's so funny, man. Like you come from obviously a, a unbelievable. I'm not saying this isn't professional because it, it is, but um, the organization of, of Utah and there's anybody will rebound for you and do whatever they have to do to whatever it is. And I was looking around. We were doing five on five the other day. I just walk through against some of the the coaches, but we don't have enough coaches. So I like doctor was in. The, like it's just it's so funny seeing them dressed in jerseys and trying to get <laughs> down and they're trying to fill up our protein shakes after and then running over to rebound again and our equipment managers running off in a little car to go and do washing in some pay washing pay thing that it's we're a scrappy group it's what we do so it's 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 pretty funny but it's it's a lot of fun it's why it's why i love coming back and, and doing it well, Joe, we appreciate the time. We love uh, we love hearing the stories from Las Vegas, and if we have a chance to talk to you in Tokyo, we'd love to do that too. Depending on how things work out for you, but uh, we're ready if you are. Yeah, no, of course we'll uh, we'll get it going and uh, play out one more game here. We find the sixteenth. What's that tomorrow against yeah, USA yeah. one more yeah, time, and, yes. and then kind of head off the next couple of days. So appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll be in touch. All right, you got Argentina in your group, so you get to play 87-year-old Luis Scola again. I'm looking forward to that matchup. You're uh, incredibly incorrect on that. We do not have Argentina in our group, but good try. (laughs) I did just screw that up. I look back up. Ah, well. We have Italy, Germany, and Nigeria. Yes, you do. So, well done. Way to screw it up, but good job. (laughs) Thank you very much, Joe. All right. All right, thanks, Joe. We'll see you. There's Joe Ingles joining us. From Las Vegas, in his room, positive COVID test. He doesn't get to go to his fourth Olympics. So, oh yeah, my God, it's <laughs> probably even you're probably even tighter on this one. Stay in the room because you know if you miss an NBA week or two, they and you come back. Well, here it's right. all, it's either all oh, yeah. or nothing. I mean, Chris Paul in Western Conference Finals, right? Mm-hmm. Missed a couple games, but he's back for the rest of the series. But this right. is this is all or nothing. All right, DJ and PK, it's ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The Zone. Stay with us. We'll get you up to speed on everything you missed in a minute.